Just Chill Podcast is brought to you by EJA Services, a moving company located out of the Utica, Rome area, but servicing all of Central New York and beyond. Let's face it, moving can be stressful. Relax and let the reliable movers take care of tasks for you. From antiques to electronics to home decor items, they have the experience and the equipment to ensure your items will arrive at their destination unblemished and on time. They can move everything from your apartment, condominium, townhouse, single-family home, or office with ease. Competitively priced movers in Utica, New York. Again, they service all of something New York beyond. Moving help, relocation services, office moves, complete packaging services, unpacking, loading services. You know what? Maybe you bought some new items for your office or your home. Shouldn't have to stress about that because they can deliver those things too. Contact their moving and delivery specialist to help you have the new furniture, art, piano, items delivered. Visit their office at 9772 River Road in Marcy, New York, or call them at 315-335-0516. That's 315-335-0516. Or go to their website, ejamoving.com, and tell them that Just Joe sent you. Me just jumping in here just to remind you, just to remind you that the Royal Auto Group and Jason Allen are a sponsor of this amazing podcast. Thank you, Jason. Royal Auto Group. Dot com. That is royalautogroup.com. The Just Show podcast is brought to you by Advantage Hardwood Floors. And my good friend Charlie, when it comes to hardwood floors, nobody better in the Central New York area than him. He's been doing it his entire life. I mean, entire life. You've walked on floors that he's probably done. You've seen floors. You've seen basketball probably played on those floors. You just ripped up some carpet in your house, realized you got these beautiful hardwood floors underneath it. You want to make them look good? Call Charlie. Call Charlie at 315-463-0674 or at AdvantageHardwoodFloors at gmail.com. Episode 47, 47, 47, 47. Creeping in on 50. I feel like when I hit 50, I need to do, it's like I need to bring back a, a big guest or having big, I don't know. I got to start thinking about that because that's like in a couple weeks. We're on 47. If you're listening to this, happy new year. I hope you guys had a great holiday. I know I did. Um, I'm also kind of glad that it's over with because, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I love the holidays. I love everything that comes along with it, especially with my daughter and how excited she gets with it. Um, but man, it, it just throws off my routines on so many different levels. And I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. I love my routines. I really love my routines. And when I'm out of my routines, I don't feel all that great. So but we're back, and the podcast is back. It took a couple of weeks off just because I figured all of you were going to be doing things, and uh, I just was running out of time. So, but again, happy new year! Welcome back, welcome to twenty twenty two. Lord knows what this fucking year will have in store for us. I mean, it started off, it started off a little crazy. Again, I don't really like to talk about any of that stuff that goes on in the outside world inside of this bubble, but. We're we're not starting off very well, so maybe maybe this is let's get it out of the way and then everything smooths out. I don't know. We'll see. But welcome to the Just Joe Podcast again, episode forty seven. This episode, I got somebody very. This is a very different guest than I've had. I mean, I've had some different guests. I've had conspiracy theorists. I've had Flat Earth Dave. I've had guy who talks about ghosts. I've had fitness people, but mainly music. But as you guys know, Twitch has become a gigantic part of my life a gigantic part of my business. And within that realm, I've met a bunch of people. We've had them on here, mostly musicians, right? But now we're reaching out 
and we're going to talk to somebody who isn't a musician, but is a marble streamer. We're going to talk about that because I'm still trying to understand what marble streams are. Um, but this man, his name is Theo, but he goes by Eye Blackish. He's got one of the most uplifting and just positive channels I've ever been in. You go in there, you just can't help but just just feel loved and feel welcome. And he has this amazing ability, even through the internet and through his stream, to be able to pull you into his world and make it smile. So we're going to dig into his journey into Twitch, what marble streaming really is, and God knows what else. I've been looking forward to talking to him for quite some time now. So everybody, again, his name is Theo, but we're not going to call him that. His name is I Blackish. Welcome, I Blackish. Hello, hello. Yo. Yo, how's it going? Good, man. I just shoveled in some some quick lunch because I had I do these in person um, uh, like singing telegrams that I call lovelgrams, right? Sure. So you know, and <clears throat> I. I just, you know, someone's like, hey, it's my wife's birthday, my dad's birthday, and I just roll into these places with a little old, like, $10 Casio keyboard and sing a song and give a hug and <laughs> move on with my day. So I had one of those today, so. Oh, that's awesome. That, that seems like it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, it is. I mean, it really got going, I don't know, it's almost been 10 years since I started doing them. A buddy of mine, oh, wow. in, a buddy of mine in Syracuse started doing them. And it wasn't like he yep. invented them. I mean, it's singing telegrams been around forever, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but he started calling lovegrams and he's like, man, I'm not that well known. He goes, you should do these next year for Valentine's day. I'm like, all right. And I did them for Valentine's day. And that's when they really like take off, you know, and there's been times <laughs> I've done like 20 or so in a day. And like, you got to figure out the logistics and like, Hey, I got to get in this building. You got to sneak up on people. And, <laughs> and ever since then, I've, I've probably done, man, I've had it done well over five or 600 of them at this point easily. Oh, Wow. And in, I mean, I've been flown to Austin, Texas to do one. I've been, I've, <laughs> I've rolled up to a construction, a girl as a flagger at a construction site, you know, doing traffic and I rolled up. She's like, sir, you got to keep moving. I had the piano on the passenger seat and I played with my right hand and sang her a song and then just threw it and drive and drove away. So I feel like there's a TV show to be made out of something like that. Oh, they're at- them all and. Just Joe's lovegrams or something. (laughs) Absolutely. But then I've also been uh, chased off the property before by. (laughs) Oh, that's gold. There's there's a lot of stories, (laughs) but this is, we're not talking about that today, but I've I've already been rolling because I'm just one of those people. As soon as I call, start rolling in and my producer will, will, will fix all this. But I, I, I did a little short intro on, on you, and I said your actual name, but I'm like, I'm, we're not going to call you that, you know, you're I Blackish, man. So, yeah, or IB, IB, or I Blackish, one of those two things. You know, I, I try to work hard to separate like my the the real world and my identity from <laughs> you know the the streamer verse and the online world. So, but I mean, at the end of the day, it's not the biggest deal. It is what it is. If people wanted to know who I was. It's easy enough to find out. Oh God, I wish I did that in the early days, man. I, I kind of wish there was a separation. <laughs> between the two it's, it's it's hard man especially where what i do man it's been really hard to like it oh, line gets sure. blurred really quickly it's hard yeah you're you're in a whole different world when it comes to that because like you know you are your identity and you know you, you are you you know for me it, it started as a necessity you know because i was a um i was a full-time firefighter emt when i first started streaming right and i started streaming as somewhat of an escape from that and part of uh the collective bargaining agreement associated with my job was that 
I was not supposed to engage in, you know, high profile online activities that could, you know, jeopardize the image of the department and the municipality and things like that. So it was, it was vital. It was a necessity at first. And then it grew into me recognizing that there was a whole lot of value in kind of separating those two worlds and leaving, you know, me out of it and just playing the character all the time, you know? Oh, that, that, yeah, that's, it's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you were forced to do so, but in, in a way, like I really truly envy that, you know, because I've, as I've gotten further along in my career, that's one thing I've always struggled with. It's like, okay, who's, who's just Joe or Joe from brand new sin and who's Joe Altier? Who's Joseph D. Oh, yeah. here that, you know, grew up in Central Square, New York. Like it's, 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 it's struggle. I mean, I'm not ever going to complain. I love what I do, but you know, it is, it's, you know, unless you are in that position, it's really tough for anyone to kind of have a little bit of perspective on that, you know? So for sure, but for I, mean, sure. Yeah. I mean, I told everybody, I go, you're, you're a marble streamer, you know? And to me, I, I mean, I get the whole, I get it. I get the premise, but like, what is Tell the people out there who might not even know what the frig I'm talking about. Like, what what is marble streaming? Like, give us like a very short explanation of what it is. So you come and you're you know, watching I, and you do marble streaming. Like, what? It's kind of like horse racing in a way, right? You know, it's kind of like horse racing. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I, I still don't really consider myself a marble streamer. You know, it's just marbles is the is what fits the best with what I'm trying to do out there. You know, but marbles is a marbles is a Twitch interactive. Uh, marble racing phenomenon, I guess, is the way I build it to people when they ask. It's, uh, it, it's a, it's a marble racing game, you know, completely based on, you know, physics, in-game physics and complete random luck where a bunch of marbles, uh, roll down a track, you know, into a finish line. And, uh, you know, it's kind of like a, a winner take all kind of deal in the marble races. And it lets the Twitch viewers, uh, take part in the race by entering a simple command into the Twitch chat which then drops a marble featuring their individual Twitch handle name in the race. And so that, you know, allows the viewers to sort of engage with the streamer in a, in, in a way that, you know, a lot of games can't provide. And so, you know, the viewers are in there, they, they type the command, they drop marbles in the race, and then the streamer controls basically the camera in the race and then basically hits the start button and the marbles drop onto the track. The tracks are created either by, the game studio themselves, but also there's a whole community of track builders that build custom tracks with a whole bunch of available pieces and textures and colors and that kind of stuff. And, um, it basically you start the race and the marbles roll down the track and there's a whole, you know, there's seasons involved, there's leaderboards involved. There are people that get, you know, hardcore into the game that are racing for some of those leaderboard positions. And so there's a good mix of those folks and just people that are there to check out the stream and that have no idea what's going on and (laughs) just, you know, heard, heard them encouraged to join the races and, um, yeah, marbles is a marbles is a neat little game. Yeah, it's, I've, it's fun I've, like that. I've never really at first. I didn't get it. I think the first person I ever saw do it is actually a music streamer, autopilot, and he was just yep. doing it to get us get the stream going. It was the kind of way to kind of ease into the stream before he started playing music. And he's like, "Let's do this," and it gets everybody. And I'm like, "But why are we doing this? Like, is there any money? Like me, I'm always like, all right, where's the rub here? You know, where's the rub? Are, where, <laughs> are we are we betting on this? Are we? You know, it's like it, you know, are we, is there a trifecta? Am I going to win money? Uh, but then as I, I realized there was just a really way to get interactive because, you know, you do watch people that are playing games on there and yeah, you're interacting in the chat, but you're not in, really interacting with the game, you know, itself. This person's playing a first person game or, you know, a third person type of game. But this way, like sure. ab- everybody, like if you have 300 people in there, I mean, you could technically have, you know, all these people just having marble. So it, 
it gives a little competitive. Sure. And, and and once I understood that, I'm like, okay, I see why this has become a thing. You know? Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned money. Actually, Marvel's um, the Mike, the creator of uh, Marvel's on stream, who runs and owns Pixel by Pixel Studios. He actually created the game as a way to do giveaways during live streams, and that you, you'll notice it's perfect for things like that. And a lot of streamers use it exclusively for that because it's a it's a random luck RNG sort of way for for streamers to be able to do giveaways. And that's how it started was just, you know, let's run a quick marbles race and the winner takes whatever, you know, the prizes. And you'll notice that a lot of streamers use it exclusively for that nowadays. There's a lot of, there's a lot of really, um, really large streamers with huge followings that use marbles. Maybe they'll run maybe one race in one of their streams and are not really into marbles, but use it just for giveaways because it's perfect for that. And so you'll see that in the community, there's a lot of people that use it for various, you know, it's sort of a, a major part of my brand and, and what I do and how I engage my community. But a lot of folks use it for a lot of different purposes, you know, just using it for giveaways or giving away cash prizes or doing tournaments for prizes. And, you know, the, the sky's the limit, really. Yeah. So let's let's go back even a little bit further. Like, how did you how did you stumble upon Twitch where, where you're like, hey, I think this is a cool platform. And then and then the second part of that is like, what made you be like, I want to be creator. I want to do something on here. I don't know exactly what, but like what what are the two of two things that led you to Twitch and then also to become a streamer yourself. Yeah. So I, I guess I have kind of a weird story. I, um, I had known about Justin TV, which was the precursor to Twitch. That's what yes. Twitch be, uh, Justin TV became Twitch. And I had known about it back then. And I had known about streamers, you know, and I was, I've always been heavy into gaming. I've always been a gamer my whole life. And so when I realized there were people that you could watch play your favorite games, that was always really neat to me, you know? And so I wasn't really, too into it, but every once in a while, I would find myself watching watching streamers, you know, play some of my favorite games. Um, I became a firefighter in my in my early adult years, and basically, let, let me rewind. Let me rewind. There, there was a group of friends and I who who would game all the time, and we were always looking for ways to we were always looking for ways to um, share what was going on during our gameplay because there was like a small group of us five, six, seven, eight friends and we were always playing games and some of us would be at work some of us would be busy doing other things and we were always wondering what was going on during the games you know and, and how everybody else was doing and so we, we found that twitch twitch was a good way for us to kind of share the gameplay so somebody could be at work and check out what the squad was doing you know in the games and so um that's sort of how it started you know a group of us made twitch accounts and we were just sharing it with uh, with whoever the two or three people were who were at work and that's how it started. And that's what it was for just years. Like no big deal. I was not, I wouldn't have considered myself a streamer back then by any stretch of the imagination. I was a firefighter back then, a firefighter EMT. That's what my background is in. And so, um, I learned that when I got off shift at the firehouse and went, started gaming with my friends, that was a wonderful and welcome escape from, you know, the fire services world and a really good stress reliever and a really good way to unwind you know, just to play some games and kind of let loose with the friends playing games on Twitch. And that's what it started as just kind of sharing, sharing the live streams with the friends. As I did more and more of that. And as I got, um, as I got more sort of heavy into the fire services world, that grew as like the stress reliever that became like my primary means of unwinding after work. And so, um, I guess it was, geez, it would have been, 2017 sometime is when 
I I had learned I had been I had gotten randomly rated from a from a pretty sizable streamer with something like a hundred viewers, which when you're brand new as a Twitch streamer <laughs> yeah. is like a super big deal. It's like a really big deal. Like it, it's pretty overwhelming. Right, especially when you're you get like ten people in there or so, and then all of a sudden you're like, holy crap, there's a hundred people. Okay, I don't even know. All right, I remember the first couple times I got rated. I'm like, what is this? What what's going on? You know, that's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly I, right. And of, it, it's overwhelming. Right. And yeah. it was at that moment that I realized, oh, wow, there's actually a lot more to this stuff than I even realized I knew about. And so I kind of I kind of remember that night and I was like, OK, maybe I should look into this streaming thing on like a serious level and try and figure out what's going on with it. Like, what, what should I be doing here? What should I have you know, prepared for to be ready for all these people to drop into my channel? What are they looking for when they come here to see me? And from that grew the um i guess me taking streaming seriously and uh from sort of that moment on it was sort of what i put a lot of focus and attention into outside of firefighting you know after shifts and whatnot and um i guess it just kind of it kind of grew like that next thing i knew i was i was taking it seriously and then in in uh i guess it would have been 20 no it would have been like 2019 or something thereabouts right around 2019 I, I found an opportunity to sort of take a break from the firefighting world the fire ems world and um kind of focus a little bit more time and attention on streaming and i saw an opportunity and i took it you know i was very blessed and very fortunate to have an opportunity things worked out with the job where i could kind of step away from it for a while and um kind of focus my attention and energy into streaming and so next thing i knew you know i was i was streaming you know five days a week for the past several years now that's crazy well i mean it's 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 a it's a perfect way because i mean i have tons of friends who are you know are in our first responders you know whether right. whether they're cops or ems or firefighters my whole family was firefighters you know uh, volunteer yep. volunteers you know so my dad would sure. come home from a full-time job with the state and he was a fire chief for 40 plus years until so he was still the chief of fire department, running a fire department on his on, on his on his spare time, you know. Oh yeah. It, and um, I tell people, I go, I don't think you understand, even if it's like you're just getting band aid calls for the day, you know, quote unquote band aid calls. You're still experiencing people in they're having traumas, man, and you're experiencing their traumas. You're taking in their worlds, and some of them are very, you know, small and manageable, but other ones are just, you're you're literally rolling into people's worst nightmares and people's well, things that are changing, thing. I, changing I, I, their lives, you know, and yeah, you're, I, you're there to do that, and, like, how do you get away from that when the day is done? Yeah, well, you don't, right? That's the thing. You don't. You learn to cope with it. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing. You know, I've I worked as a, a fire instructor for a couple of years, and that's one of the things you, know, you, tell, you tell new guys is, like, every single time somebody dials 911, they're having the worst time of their life. Yes, and it doesn't matter, doesn't matter where in the hierarchy that falls on the severity of calls. It's like you have to treat it that way. Because yeah. for that person for that who person. is the most important person in the world in that moment, that is, that's the worst time in their life. And yeah. you have to treat it like that. And they, that, that kind of stuff adds up. You know, there, there's no... It's exactly as stressful, whether it's, you know, the worst call you've ever seen or the most mundane band-aid hey, call. Right. Or you're no. like, why did you call us? But, I mean, that was important to them. And I never understood that because being with my dad as a kid, um, he worked a lot of night shifts with the state. So he was running, he was doing a lot of stuff with the fire department during the day. So, like, I was with him. And I would... I would ride to him with him being the chief. I would go straight to the call with him. And I'd be sitting in the car. 
And even though I'd be sitting in the car, I'd be hearing all the stuff on the radio and, and witnessing this. And this is, you know, as I'm breaking through without giving away too much, that goes on inside my therapy. Sometimes this is where a lot of my anxieties have come from and my, my traumas in early age. And my dad wasn't purposely doing that. It was just what he was doing. But at the same time, I get this massive respect and, and love for everything like that. But like, man, I don't know how people like him and you and people that work in an emergency room or, or, you know, police officers just like, so like you did something super healthy, you know, in a way, because there's so many that don't, don't even deal with it or they're dealing with it in a very negative fashion with drugs or alcohol or something else that is very detrimental to their health. Oh, and it's a huge problem, right? It's like just now, thankfully, thankfully within the past few years, you're starting to see a big, you're starting to see a big push towards, you know, mental health and, and healthy coping mechanisms for people that are in the public public safety realm. But prior to just recently, that wasn't a thing. And so, oh. like, thankfully, we're seeing a lot more of it. But like, like you said, it's a, it's a huge problem still. And it's a lot of a lot of folks, you know, whether it's burnout or, or mental health issues or substance abuse issues, it's a major, major issue. And it continues to be and it will be for quite some time. But a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah. But that that makes sense for like what your your vibe of your channel, because i I can't remember how I ended up over there. It might have been my moderator, Carl. It was probably Carla and some of the other people in in my community. Like, I think, you know what it was? She came to me one day and she's like, have you, would you be interested in maybe rating a marble streamer? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm always up for anything. I mean, if it's cool, I mean, I trust you. You live in this world. And she, and then that's what she's, she's like, well, go, go watch this guy for a little bit. And she goes, I just love being there when you're there. You just feel, like I said in my intro, like you go in and may not know what's going on with marbles, but you instantly feel like you have this way of projecting through a camera to the internet. It's one thing to be able to do it in a room of actual people, but it's another thing to be able to, to project that and give that feeling through a camera to the world, to a couple hundred people, thousands of people, 50 people, the number of in your stream. But that was the first thing I noticed when I got inside your stream. It was like, you know, this nice, nice like, hey man, I just walked into the club, you know, like this, I'm ready to like just... Hey man, this is where we at. Like, this is cool. What's going on? And just, you had this just amazing vibe that immediately sucked me. And I'm like, dude, I, I dig this. I dig this, you know? And I was yeah, immediately I'm drawn a big, in. I'm a big vibes person, you know? And I, I think that, you know, as much as I believe in, in the message that I portray and like the, the mission that I talk about and what it is like I'm intending to do with, with all of the energy and with the community, it's like, you have to be able to, relate to people. You have to be able to draw people in. You got to be able to hook them and get them to stick around. And, and the best way to do that is to find, you know, the, the, the up-tempo, the happy vibes that people like to be a part of, you know, and, and once, once they get hooked on that, they'll listen to whatever it is you have to say, you know? <laughs> True. So, True. That's, so, I mean, that's kind of how that was born. So, yeah, I mean, I know you stream other stuff. I mean, you stream, you game and, and, and you do all, you do a variety of things, but like now that we're talking about all this and I think people are getting an idea of what your channel is about. Like, what is like, if someone sit down, like what's the mission of your channel? What's the mission statement of your channel? Like, you know, some investor came to me like, why am I going to invest in you? Well, like what, what is your purpose with your channel? Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to sound as cliche as humanly possible, but it truly is about like making a positive impact and changing the world for the better. It's about changing the way people think and the way that people treat each other. It's about, it's about encouragement. It's about perspective. It's about, um, getting people to think about what's happening to them and what's what they're doing to the people around them in, in a different light and, and letting them know that not only is that 
not only is that not such a daunting big deal than everybody thinks that it is, it's also entirely possible and you can have a good time while you're doing it. You know, so like you said, I do a lot of things on stream. You know, I play marbles, but I also play a lot of other games. Um, sometimes I won't play anything. I'll just hang out and like chat. And the, 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 the point is you can do any of those things as long as you can connect with people. Right. And then once you can connect with people, that mission is, you know, improving the way people approach their daily lives, the way that they uh, even, even approach the most mundane thoughts. You know, I encourage people that the, the tiny, most seemingly insignificant things can have the most widespread, gigantic, tangible impacts all around the globe. And I believe this stuff like in my core. Yeah. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm constantly preaching to people is like, that's the mission is to, is to approach every moment, every day, every little interaction, even like your own thoughts can have, can have impacts in like the world around you. Yeah. And like, I think we live in some crazy times, you know, some crazy <laughs> times right now. And I think, the, the crazy, world more the than anything to use a little bit of encouragement. We do. I mean, and, and that's really, you know, I, um, once I dove into Twitch, I mean, I was familiar with it before I got to the platform just because we were using it on the radio station on K-Rock, you know, yep. so I was familiar with it, but I hadn't gone like deep dive yet. And then sure. uh, I was like, man, I really want to do this. And it was in October of 2019. And I was like, I remember putting up a post. I found it. I got a screenshot of it. I think I'm going to start doing some stuff on Twitch, but, but I just was like, I had this whole thing, but then it just never happened because I didn't I'm like, shit, how am I going to? put the brakes on something, you know, my business is very successful and I'm playing five, six, seven shows a week, sometimes more than that. If I'm doubling up, I'm like, where do I put the brakes on and put the investment into this? If it doesn't return, I need to make money. Uh, but right. then it was all of a sudden forced. I had no other choice. And when I saw that writing on the wall, you know, probably about a week before everything was shutting down, I started making props to do so. And for a while it's like, all right, well this maybe just be a little thing to get me through and then once I dove into the world, like when people come to me and they're like, well, we don't understand what Twitch is. And I'm like, well, I go, it's TV. I go, it's just a giant TV, you know, like it's turning on your cable channel or look into your video guide and you can go down these rabbit holes and watch people chatting or basket weaving or singing or doing what you do. I mean, it's really whatever anybody wants to do. And I go, they're like, well, how do you make money? I'm like, let's not talk about the money aspect right now. I go, let's just talk about the connection factor. Because there's this, this whole underlying thing with Twitch. One is about mental health, which I think is amazing. There's always, no matter what stream you're in, we're all about supporting each other. And I think there's something really cool about Twitch that is missing from the world. You know? Oh, absolutely. As a whole. Absolutely. And I think that's why people are so drawn to it and, and those little things like that. And I go... I go, most people don't leave their houses, you know, most people are homebodies even prior to COVID. So like, this is a way for them to like, you know, be a part of a community or be like, Hey man, I'm not really big into going up to the bar and sitting there for six hours and listening to people's lives and drinking. So I could be a part of a community of some sort or going to yoga class or going to all these things. Some people don't want to do those things, but you can go inside Twitch and you can make up this persona. You can make up. Well, you can do whatever you want. You can be who you are, but you can also just get inside of this world. It's amazing, you know. And well, yeah, and you're hitting you're hitting a couple like really really big points right there. You know, especially with the pandemic over the past couple of years. It's like Twitch, Twitch, and, and and platforms like it. You know, it's not exclusively Twitch, but the, the ability to provide that connection that people had been stripped of. You know, for the past couple of years, that was that was a blessing to a lot of folks, not just streamers, but viewers as well. You know, and it, and it, additionally, it's like you said, it, it takes the risk away from it takes the risk away from 
putting yourself out there and making those connections, you know, like you said, like going up to a bar and, you know, interacting with somebody that's, that's risky. There's anxiety involved with oh, that. Yeah. You know, Twitch kind of takes away some of the, some of the anxiety, but provides the benefit, you know? Yeah. It, it gives you, it gives you that. And, and, that, and, and like you said, you've made a difference in people's lives. I, I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how many people, I mean, I knew what I did in person with music because I would get the feedback. But now that I've been inside the Twitch world, I'm like, you know, you get this feedback, whether it's a message on Discord or somebody putting up a message in chat or someone sending me an email or someone buying some of my merchandise and, 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 and putting all this stuff. Um, it's It's been amazing to have this connection with people. And not just people that are from my hometown, but I'm literally connecting and making a difference in people's lives. There was a guy, a very short story. There was a guy that was coming in from Turkey for quite some time. Um, and I haven't seen him in a while, but he was around for about a month or so. And he was coming and he was dropping a tremendous amount of bits. Like just, I'm like, wow, man, like just the amount of bits he was dropping in that month or five, five week span. We didn't really understand what he's doing. We're like, man, this is, this is a really amazing thing. But then he reached out to us. I don't know if it was within chat, but his, they found out his kid was diagnosed with severe autism okay. and they were going through an awful lot, you know, trying to come to grips with, okay, what's this kid's, what, our, what is our child's life going to be like? What is our life going to be like? I mean, it's a life changing, um, majorly life changing thing for anybody. Um, and he said that, my channel and the music was soothing not only him, but his child and giving them some peace inside of all this craziness. And, and he just couldn't give He's like, I, I wish I could give you so much more because I don't think you understand what you, what you're actually doing for me. This is a guy on the literally other side of the planet in a country. I've never met anybody from, from Turkey, you know, and that's what, that's the service I provided for him. And once it was something like that, the game changed in my head. I'm like, okay, this is what it's about. And this is what I'm going to do with my channel, you know? Oh, it's beautiful. And it, it, it's overwhelming too. You know, it, I've had the, I've had similar experiences, you know, and I think, I think once that, once that clicks in your head as a, as a content creator, you know, as, as a streamer, it's like, like you said, once it clicks, you get it. Like people ask me all the time, why, why it is I do what I do and why I put so much energy into like the, the mission and the, and the message. And it's like, well, that's it. It's because you connect with people and you can provide something that you don't even, and maybe they don't even realize that they need. And people, people appreciate that so much. And like one of the, one of the things that's the most overwhelming to me, like day in, day out. And I, I go through this over and over again on a daily basis is that what, what's so heartbreaking, like the most, one of the most tragic things I think of our times overall, like it, generally speaking is how little encouragement people actually need to like, find themselves in a better headspace in a yeah. better place to, to stop making a decision that might've been detrimental to them. It's like people need so little encouragement and, and it, it's relatively simple to give that to them, you know, and it, it breaks my heart to see, to see just how little encouragement people actually need. And when you, when you start to realize what kind of difference that can make in people's lives, just, you know, with you, with your music or with me, with, with, with the whole, the, you know, the BTR message and all that, it, it just, it, it's both encouraging, but it's also heartbreaking. And I, I go through that on a daily basis, <laughs> hearing about the, the worst things happening to people and how, 
how just a kind word and something, just a little bit of perspective can put them yeah. right back on the right track. And that's overwhelming. To yeah. Me. Just, just even a quick hello, like when I'm done with a song or like any little song, I got a little break. And I'm like, Hey, you know, what's up? So-and-so. And, and that's, that's all I want. Or the, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, people don't even talk and chat and every once in a while they'll, they'll put something out there or every once in a while they'll do something You're like, Whoa, who is this person? And then they, they're like, well, I'm always here. I just don't interact, and I just want to say thank you. You know, and with, whether they're gifting out subs or bits or they dropped a large donation or they requested a song that meant a lot to them or means a lot to them, that's when I'm just like, man, what, what a cool thing, you know? And I don't know how many times I've sat down. I'm just like, man, honestly, the last thing I want to do right now is stream. I'm exhausted from other parts of my life or other things. And I'm just like, man, I don't know if I can be, can I be on tonight? You know, like, can I turn it on tonight? Uh, and then I get on there and then all of a sudden it's reciprocated back at me. The thing that I'm trying to do for them, everybody's doing for me, you know? Yeah. There comes a point where, where you realize that it becomes bigger than you. And there's people that count on you. There's people that count on what you're going to provide to them, you know? And like you said, at, there, there's sometimes where the very last thing in the world you want to do is fire up the live stream and then get going. But you realize that people are counting on that. People are looking forward to that. And that actually makes a difference in people's lives. And, you know, yeah. that's, a lot of times that's, that's the drive. You know, that's the drive that I need a lot of times. And it sounds like the same deal for you. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the more I talk to a lot of streamers and regardless of what we're streaming or what we're creating or what our content is, it really is the, you know, the basic core of it all is really the same. It's just, you know, what's your, what's your method, you know, to be able to make that happen. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, man, I can tell you all day what Twitch is about and how it works. And, and then some people are like, I got musicians are like, well, how do you monetize this? I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, it's really tough <laughs> to explain other than you need to come and just kind of watch it. You know, why don't you come and just watch it? And I'll send somebody a link and they're like, I'm like, listen, you don't even have to sign up. Signing up is super easy. You don't even to watch it. All you got to do is click on this link. Click on that link. It'll take you right to my channel and do that. And then next thing you know, like, man, all I did for like two days is just follow this rabbit hole. And then, and then you raided somebody and I watched them. And the next thing you know, it was six hours later and I was on this other side of Twitch. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's a crazy thing. What I do every night after I raid, I leave whoever we raided that window open on my computer because the next day when I come back into my office, I want to see where that, where it led. <laughs> oh yeah. It gets wild sometimes. <laughs> you're coming oh, you're yeah. like, how the hell did we get to this guy? Like, I don't know. You know, like it was seven, eight, nine hours, maybe sometimes longer than that. 16 hours later, you're like, well, how did we get here? You know, but that's, you know, cause I mean, you see those comments on YouTube when you're like, all of a sudden you're watching somebody getting a toenail removed and the comments like, how did I get here? <laughs> Yeah, all the time. No, I experience that. I do the same thing. You know, I'll rate out, I'll leave the stream open, you know, wake up the next day and it's it's 40 streams later, you know, <laughs> somebody you've never seen before from halfway across the world, don't even speak English. Right. You know, it happens all the time. You're like, <laughs> but how did they care? Like, we were just doing this, but it, it that is the world. And I tell people, I go, I can come watch me, but I go, when you find that little world inside of there. And the other thing is, is like, I've been able to like, really see I've met a handful a good handful of these people and some of these people I knew in real life you know that yep. came over and from my fan base that was in real life and I know them for life but like there was a few times this summer and even into this fall and this winter not now these people that are local are like connecting and being they've started these friend groups you know and yeah, then yeah. they come out and hang out with me and then at one point this summer 
I'm up at my one friend, Lisa 717. She runs a bar and a restaurant that I've been playing at for a number of years. We had a get together this summer. And it was like, at one point I'm looking at this table, like 15 to 20 people. And they all had no idea who each other were. I'm like, man, if it wasn't for the pandemic, these people all being friends and talking about their day and their kids and enjoying drinks and food together. I'm like, I, I, I was the conduit to this, you know, look at all these people. And and one of them had driven, driven up from like North Carolina to spend the weekend up here to meet everybody. And I'm like, wow, man. At that moment, I was like, this is, this is awesome. You know, yeah, in a, in a weird way, the pandemic was like a blessing in disguise. Like yeah. I said, it, it enabled a lot of those connections. You, know, you, you, you hope that in, in, in the real world, you're able to like foster those kinds of connections and have that kind of connections with people and, and, and link up the way that like you can through the internet, but it's just not possible, right? It's not no. enough hours in the day. Nobody has, nobody has the, you know, the, the energy or, or, or the time to, to make those kind of connections on a regular basis and, and end up, you know, at that big table with all the people that, that have never met each other before, you know, so it's a lot of work in real life. You know, it's a lot of work on the internet too, you know, not, yeah. not to, not to sell it short, but, but it, it's a lot more possible. It's a lot more feasible on the internet. So yeah, the, the pandemic's been, you know, as horrible as it's been, there's so many silver linings to yes. be found. And when you look at the right perspective, it's, it's been a blessing in disguise in so many ways, especially for people, you know, that are doing what, what you do or what I do. Yeah. It's, it was, I had no idea when I first started streaming that it would become where I am now. I was like, okay, originally before the pandemic, I was like, well, maybe I can stream maybe a couple of days a week and that'll be able to enable me to not have to play a couple extra gigs every month in real life. And then I could be home a little bit more. That's all I thought it would be. And then when the pandemic hit, I'm like, all right, well maybe this will be something to tie me over until, you know, the real life comes back. And then I'll go to what that original plan was. Uh, And then very shortly, probably a month or less than that, like two, almost two months into it, a month and a half into it. I was like, Oh boy, this is, (laughs) this is going to be something else. You know, and then, you know, that's when I started getting momentum and people like, man, you're going to get partnered in no time. And I'm like, what's partner? And then once that, and then once I dove in and started meeting the, like the OGs of the platform in the music world. And, and, and then they're like, wow, dude, you're going to, you're going to do well. You're going to do well. You're going to do well. And I'm like, I still didn't believe it. And then six months later I get partnered and, and, you know, my accountant is looking at my, you know, my, my income and she's like, man, it's this is crazy. You think this could become consistent <laughs> like this? I'm like, I think so. You know, she's like, this is what, you know, this is, this is crazy. You're not even leaving the house and you're making, you're paying your bills. I'm like, I know it's weird. Just a reminder, the Just Joe podcast is brought to you by EJA Moving Services. Located out of Utica, Rome area, they helped move me a couple of years ago. They were fantastic. Check them out ejmoving.com at 315-335-0516. The Just Joe podcast is brought to you by the Royal Auto Group and Salesman Supreme, Jason Allen. He knows how to make a deal. Trust me, he's a good buddy of mine. I've seen him do it. You guys looking for something new, something pre-owned, something new to you? Take the short drive down 81 to Cortland, New York, to the Royal Auto Group. They have four different franchises there. They have Chevy, they have Buick, they have Nissan, they have Subaru, and they have many lenders for any credit situation. Their service is open for all your vehicle needs as well as the -the state-of-the-art body shop. 
So stop down and see Jason today, theroyalautogroup.com, or find Jason on Facebook and tell him that Just Joe sent you. The Royal Auto Group, home in the no-hassle, razzle-dazzle, $400 referral fee. This is just a reminder that the Just Joe podcast is brought to you by Advantage Hardwood Floors Incorporated. 315-463-0674 for all your hardwood floor needs. You know, it's and, wild. And, the and, first time you have to consider Twitch revenue for your tax returns, it's like, whoa. Yeah. It's <laughs> right. really happening. So, <laughs> yeah, it was, it's been a, a crazy thing. And I tell people, and I go, like, it, that was the silver lining in all this. And it's enabled me to really s- move my business into a different direction. Because, I mean, how much longer could I go on playing 300 plus shows a year? Like, the five years prior to the pandemic, I was doing 300 to 315 shows a year. Yeah, but how do you replace that? Like, how can you replace that? And it's, there's so many unknowns, right? It's been right. so dynamic. Everything's been so dynamic, changing all the time. That like, you know, consistency is a big thing, especially in your world. And it's like, how how do you keep up with something when things are changing so much and things are becoming impossible that were you know that you counted on in the past? That, yeah, that's, that's a wild thing to try to deal with. Because there's also shelf life. If I'm playing bars and restaurants and everything in the real world, there's a shelf life for me. I don't care how good I am. Eventually, if you're going to book me for a restaurant and I'm the 70 year old guy, 60 year old guy, <laughs> you know, and the people that are mainly going out are in twenties to 30 something. So like, dude, why is my grandpa over there playing those songs that my grandparents listen to? You know, like that's a legit concern, you know, like, as much, sure. I mean, eventually you're the old dude or the old, you know, old person, the old lady, the old, whatever you, what it is. So it's like, I can't do this forever. I can't do sure. this. I can do what I do. I can do music forever, but how do I transition into this whole other thing? You know, and there's other things I want to accomplish with my life and engulfed with the music. So this has enabled me to like open up the, okay, what's the next 10 years of my life going to bring and really give me a flexibility with my schedule you know, now if a gig and in real life gig gets canceled, I'm like, well, screw it. Let's just stream tonight, you know? Exactly. And, and, and streaming gives you that flexibility as well. It's like, you know, you, you're in, you're in control of that. You know, it's not like you're canceling somebody else's gig, right. you know, if something comes up and you can't stream it, it's your own gig, yep. you know? Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like every once in a while, I'm like, crap, but you know, I got to do something with my daughter and this is going to be big when she, I mean, she's eight. So, you know, when things start normalizing and she gets a little bit older, she's going to be soccer practice. It's going to be like, you know, some school dance. There's going to be a school play. There's going to be, there's going to be activities. that's going to be involved in And before being a musician, my day starts like five o'clock, you know, six o'clock, oh, yeah. seven o'clock at night. And that's when all those things happen. I'm just like, I was worried. I was going to be like, man, I'm going to miss these things. Even though I'm not a traveling musician and touring musician where you miss all those things, but a musician, even when you're at home, you're still going to be missing a lot of those things because of your career. This is going to enable me to have a little more freedom, you know, for sure. And then also, I mean, dude, you can stream on the most random times and, and make revenue. Whereas like if you're playing music, there's really only like, you can't just go make money at 11 in the morning. You know, can't get paid at 11 in the morning, go sit in a restaurant or a bar and get paid to play. You know, like what you would do. Oh, for sure. It takes, all those, it takes all those limitations away, right? I mean, you yeah. can as simple as the time zone you live in. That affects, you know, what, what times the people who live around you would even be around or awake or yep. willing to come check you out. When you're on feed and when you're on Twitch, when you're on the internet, you can connect with people from every time zone and every little corner of the world, anywhere, anytime, <laughs> right, you know, right. and like there's, there's value you, to it. When you're streaming long enough, like when you know it's a long stream, when like people are like, hey man, good morning. And you're like, what? 
It, I'm still yeah. up. You're like, what do you mean, good morning? And you realize that, you know, you're, the people on the other side of the world, are, you know, people in Europe are like waking up and having breakfast. And you're like, oh, man, dude, I got to go to bed. I've been up way too long. You know, like I've been. Oh, that's exactly right. You know, but and it's, it, it's it, so it was cool. surreal to me when I was trying to uh, when I was trying to consider, you know, what what is times to stream to cater to different, you know, different groups of people, demographics from different types of the world. You know, the UK folks, you know, it's one thing to stream at 8 p.m. when people in the U.S., you know, are getting out of work. Um, but it's a different thing when it's 8 p.m. in the U.S. and, you know, two in the morning over there in the U.K., yeah. you know, so th- those folks, it, it's a crazy time, you know, and those are, those are things to think about as you get into it. But it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's a wild, wild thing to even, like, consider. But I've also realized that there's a, a handful of those Europeans in the U.K. and into Europe and even into eastern Russia, because we get a, we get quite a bit. We were getting quite a bit of Russians for quite a while. We had this big Russian gamer. Yep. I can't remember. Him. He, he raided me, and then we just had this influx of Russians, and they come in quite often. And uh, it's like, but the people that are like, are really like a lot of the people that are super supportive of the channel are like the people that are night owls and they're up until three and four in the morning on the other side of the planet. Like, I really got to go to bed. It's three in the morning over here, you know? <laughs> so it, it's crazy. But yeah, we've done the afternoon streams and, you know, we're constantly evolving, you know, um, going yeah, from like do. five yeah. days a week, you know, at one point it was seven days a week and then five days a week, then four days a week. And now down like, okay, let's consolidate the three have a, you know, a floating day here. And then you just keep watching and the things trends. You're like, all right, let's reevaluate, you know? Well, that's the name of the game. Like that, it never ends. Right. And that's, that's half the fun, but it's also half the, uh, it's the adventure. And that's half of the challenge. It's yeah. like learning what works best and what works best for you and what works best for others, you know? And it's always like a, it's always a test in the waters kind of game and, and trying to evolve and trying to, adapt and make things, you know, work a little bit better than, you know, for you and for the people who watch you. And that's, you know, that never ends as a content creator. Right. It's, it's ongoing literally forever, but to have the ability to do that, it's something you can't quite get away with, you know, in the real world. No, no. And you can, you can have instant feedback on changes that you're making or ideas that you're thinking about. Uh, whereas before you know, it's like, you know, it's like walking out of a restaurant. Like, hey, how do we do? Leave a drop, drop this in the comment box, you know, like old school ways, you know, and that was how people, businesses or products or, you know, people, you know, building stuff would get feedback. And sometimes that would take months and months and months and maybe years of getting that all in to figure out how to change and pivot the business. Whereas Twitch, I mean, literally in a few days, you'd be like, yeah, we're definitely trending this way. Let's, let's make this change now. You know, it's so quick, which is stressful, but at the same time, so amazing because, but then once you build that community, then you can kind of steer it, you know, like you don't have to be led by, you know, the, the cart leading the horse or the horse leading the cart, you know, you can flip that around, you know, that's exactly right. And that's, that's why the connections are so important. Once you make that connection to those groups of people, they'll, they'll follow the ship, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll ride the ship, whichever way you steer it. And that's, that's the beauty of it is you build that, you build a community, the community, you know, they have your back. They're, they're there for you, whatever you decide to do. And then it's about making reasonable, you know, logical decisions and being able to explain yourself and why you're making those, your decisions. And those folks who, those folks who you've made those connections with are in there to support you. They'll, they'll follow that ship, you know, they'll follow it wherever you decide to steer it. And that's, that's really a beautiful thing, but it adds a lot of responsibility, right? As a content oh, creator, it is. you have to, you know, you have to, you have to, those people trust you. They trust you to make reasonable decisions for what it is they support, both financially and with their time and energy, which is, yeah. I would argue, more valuable. More valuable, you know? absolutely. And, um, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and so it, it's, it's a constant game of, of trying to, you know, steer that ship in a direction <laughs> that does good by them, but also is right for you. And that, that's hard. It, it's not easy. Right, because, I mean, there's so many times, and this is even applies to the in real life thing, I have people, like, maybe come up to me, like, 
oh my God, I'm sorry I haven't seen you in a while. They came up at a you know, restaurant or play a gig that I was at. And like, we haven't been out to see you at all. I'm like, hey, you came out now. I'm like, yep, listen, exactly. we're, I, I understand how busy life is. I'm a dad. I, I'm running a business, you know, have all these other things going on. But for you to even take five, 15, 20 minutes, an hour out of your week to gather up the family or gather up, you know, your stuff and walk away from all that and spend some time with me. Like, I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't even know if I would do that for myself. <laughs> you know, like it's, cra- <laughs> you know, but it's crazy. It's, it's very humbling because I'm just like, and it's the same way with Twitch, you know, people are like, well, I'm sorry. I haven't been here in a while. I've been like, I'm, Hey, it's all right. Like I'm always here. Come like, if you even spend one song with me or a couple minutes, just hanging out, that's like, I'm grateful for that. You know, and for the people who are spending hours and hours and hours, I'm just, I'm blown away. I don't even know how to wrap my brain around that sometimes. Yeah, it's hard to agree on that. I, I can't, I don't have enough fingers or toes to explain how many times in any given stream I make exactly that point to people. Because I have, I constantly have people coming in, you know, that, that haven't dropped into the stream for days or weeks or months or even years sometimes. And it's like, I spend a lot of time telling people, hey, listen, you're here right now. And that's the most important thing. You know, yeah. time is. I, I say this a lot. Time's the most valuable thing there is in a life, right? It could be stripped away from you at any moment. You only have so much of and you, it, and you can't, and you can't, you can't buy, buy any of it back. You can't buy any of it. Like, like, like. That's exactly listen, right. If your car falls apart, you just go buy another car. But like, when time is time, you can't be like, "Hey, man, I need another hour today. Can I pay for that?" No, that's the one thing you can't do. So, like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Time is. So I'm constantly telling people, you know, your your time is is so maybe more. I, I see your time is more valuable than maybe you see. If you never owe me any apologies for that, it's like you're here right now, and that means more to me than I think maybe it, it even does to you. So that's. It's always appreciated, you know? Absolutely, man. It's, that's, that's, that's so true, you know? And I don't know if I'll ever get used to people doing that for me or the support that they do that for me, you know? I'm like, oh my God, this is like the other night I was just like getting dressed before a stream, you know, cause I can like throw myself together in, in literally two minutes and just sit down and, and, and go. So it's like about five minutes before my stream, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired. I'm okay. I'm like, but dude, this is what you're going to do on Monday night. This, this is what you get to do. You get to go in that room in there and just sing tonight and like, just go enjoy yourself. And then Monday night ended up being this just crazily ep- epic night. I went over 1 yep. million views, total views. <laughs> I mean, front page Wild. for a while, it was like 2000 people all night. The support was coming in left and right. And the night gets done. And then you look at all the numbers and the analytics and you're just like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. I just, that was, that was Monday night. That's crazy. That's a surreal experience after having been doubting whether or not you would even fire up the live stream, you know, a couple hours prior. Yeah. Right. You just, you don't know. I mean, within like two minutes, I realized we're in the front page because like two minutes in, there's like 300 people in there. I'm like, whoa. (laughs) I'm like, what? Oh boy. And I get a text from, from, my moderator Carla and she's like, uh oh, we're we're I think we're ready and we're ready. Let's go. You know, let's let's go because it's on, you know. So but it's it's great. Well that's the name of the game for, for stream I tell especially new streamers this all the time. It's like the name of the game is preparing yourself and providing yourself as much of like the opportunity as possible to 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 live up to that moment whenever it happens. Because as a content creator, you never know when the first the biggest or the very last time a moment like that will ever happen to you, right? Because it's it's all so dynamic. And it, it could end at any moment for all sorts of reasons, you know? And so, like, for new streamers, for new content creators, it's like the name of the game is preparing yourself as much as humanly possible to own that moment when it happens to you. Whether it's whether it's something as small as, like, 
your first big raid or whether it's something as big as being on the front page of Twitch. It's like that could happen at any moment for all sorts of reasons. And the name of the game is preparing yourself as much as humanly possible for those moments and then maximizing the amount of opportunities you have for those moments to happen, which, yeah. you know, AKA streaming as often as possible, but you know, it's also within your means. So it's not working as a detriment instead of a benefit, you know? Yeah. It's, it's because you never know, you know, like it's the beauty of Twitch and also the same thing. Like what happens tomorrow? What if like right. no, one, no one's hanging, you know, like, Right. What if, what if I'm not the cool thing anymore? What if something else becomes, you know, this? So it's like, it's, it's kind of scary, but I've always thought that even when I was playing live gigs, I'm like, maybe, I, maybe the gigs will dry up one of these days, but. You oh, know, exactly. Yeah. Or somebody comes along that does what you're doing, you know, and people like it a little bit and you never know. Right. And it's like the, the universe is so dynamic like that. And those things are constantly happening all the time. And sometimes with no rhyme or reason to it whatsoever that you just have to, you have to capitalize at every opportunity you possibly can without allowing yourself to get burnt out. And that's, that really is the name of the game right so, there. Do you remember who the first, that first big raid was? Do you remember who that was? It was a streamer named Avery. I do remember. So I was streaming to uh, two of my personal friends and that's who that, that had been like the bulk of my streams ever. And the streamer named Avery, we were playing um, player unknown battlegrounds, PUBG. And she was a, um, at the time, at the compared to <laughs> compared to where she's at now, she was a a, a very a very uh, modest uh, Twitch streamer. So like, I, I now have thousands more followers than Avery did at the time when she rated me. But I thought it was the most overwhelming thing in the world. She rated me with eighty one viewers one night, and I, I had no idea what to do with myself. I was so overwhelmed, and uh, I'll never forget that night. You know, that was that was the first time that had happened. That was actually that was the night where I started playing. Uh, EDM music on my stream because oh, okay. we were playing PUBG. I got this giant raid. We were in between games and there was just nothing going on. There was no, it was only the background music to the PUBG game. And all of a sudden there's, you know, there, there's 80 people in my, in my chat and they're all like, Hey, what's up? What are you all about? Like, what's going on? I'm like, ah, uh, Hey guys. Wow. <laughs> didn't expect this, you know? So I threw some music on the stream and I started just like, you know, trying to, trying to get energetic and like yeah. interact with my chat and engage with people. And like, that was, that was like the, 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 the rocket launching for me was that night. But yeah, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Mine. I mean, that we was had like wait, four and a half years ago now. Yeah. We <laughs> had a couple like decent size raids. Actually how we really built the channel uh, was piggybacking K rock radio stations. Mm -hmm. uh, so Josh would be like, all right, let's, he goes, I'll stream because the pandemic was him. He could stream from home. So it's like, let me stream. And they would always get 60, 70, 80 people at the time, sometimes a hundred. Um, so he goes, let me stream, and then you get set up, and then we'll just raid into you. And that was what we did for weeks on end, just kind of like, that was how we built the following. Plus, everybody at K-Rock already knew who I was, so that was how we just got the numbers up, the algorithms. And we got a couple small raids, and then one night, I remember it was like a, a week or two in, and I just changed the way my studio was set up at the time. It was before I moved into the house that I'm at now. And I'm playing, I was playing a Chris Stapleton, Chris Stapleton song, and I look up, and my chat is going bananas like just <laughs> i'm like what? i'm like oh crap i'm like and and it, like a week prior we got like a, a bot came in like a hate bot you know and somebody was like sure. spamming so i thought that was going on i'm like oh my god oh my god i'm like crap are we get, you know is, is something bad happening and then i realized i got raided by An anton daniel the gamer from okay. france and he rated me with like 4,000 people. <laughs> so I went from like, I probably 50 or 60 people. And I look up and my numbers are at like 4,200. And I'm like, 
what the fuck is going on? And then I realized, <laughs> how do we get here? What do I do? And I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, just like, you know, the performer, the 20 year of performing or, you know, 20 plus years as a professional performer. And then all the years is, a, you know, semi-professional or whatever you want to call it. I was like, all right, well, screw it. I'm just going to, I'm going to play these songs that I know I can do really well. And I just was like, screw the cue, screw whatever it's going on. I'm just going to do what I do. And I did that. And I just couldn't, these people just stayed for hours, you know? And I mean, obviously the numbers dropped off a little bit, but sure. um, you know, I was, that was the first night when I'm like, that's when I realized what the potential of what my channel could be is. I just drew in fourth. I mean, you figure you go from a bar full of people, 50 people, right. To a, an mm-hmm. arena. <laughs> Oh yeah, and now you got you realize what's thousand, possible, right? And then you realize what's possible, and and it's it one was, of those sink or swim moments, right? It's like you, yeah. you you gotta you gotta make a decision right there. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people find that that's that's a little bit too overwhelming for them, you know. And and, and it's it's not for everybody, you know. So mm-hmm. it's like you you learn a lot, you learn a lot when you're thrown right into the fire like that, you know. Yeah, it was, and and then it was then it was like all right, when's this going to happen again? And I've had other moments where that has happened. And now I have like a, we, we have a protocol, like this is what happens when we get these bigger raids, but it's so crazy. Like, you know, the raids, I mean, I love anybody, anyone who wants to bring their community over, whether it's two people or, you know, 20,000 people, like, come on over, you know, we're going to treat you all the same, you know, like, I appreciate you you doing that. And, and it's so cool. But now that I've become more of an upper echelon streamer and then I we go raid someone and someone has that reaction that I had when I got my first big raid or I brought a bunch of people in it's really awesome to watch somebody like oh my god I can't believe you raided me like oh I'm a fan and oh my all these people I've never had these many people in here like I'm just like I don't just sing do what you do do what you do like stop talking just like give us what you got you know talk later let's just you know show your goods man like do your thing let's show what you are you know Oh yeah. It's very surreal to have that shoe on the other foot. And, and I, you know, I, I try not to, I try to take time to reflect to myself and like, think about that fact, like where I've come from and the fact that now I can rate, I'll, I'll rate somebody. And like you said, they're, they're flipping out. Like it's like, it's like the, the biggest thing that's happened to them. Like while they've been streaming, yeah. and it's like, wow. It's like, wow. That's, that's a little bit surreal to me. So I try to, I try to soak those moments up and, and use it to kind of drive me to, you know, always be improving and always be preparing myself, you know, to, to improve upon that even so that, you know, I, I can, I can make that even, even a bigger moment for people going forward in the future. It's a, it's a really neat thing. Well, let me, let me ask you this, even though you, you're, you're doing different content than I am, this is the one thing that I've really noticed. And this goes through all of Twitch and especially within the music community. Um, Back in the 90s, when I really got into the Syracuse music scene and my local music scene and upstate music music scene, and it really started cutting my teeth, roadieing for bands and my buddies or like sitting with different people, there was this really good sense of community. We're all out to watch out for each other, support each other. Uh, if we played shows together, like you got there early before your set, you watched that. Or if you got done, you you kept your people there and you hung around. Or if you got your set done for the night, you're like, hey, man, so-and-so's playing down the street. All right, cool. Let's all go down there and hang out. You know, and there was this really sense of community amongst the, the music scene. Uh, as the 2000s came, it really became really fractured. 
and really before the pandemic, and I can even say now, it's not even close to what it used to be. Like, there's just really like people want to live in their own worlds and their own islands. And I'm not saying there's anything bad with it, but it's just vastly different than it was in, at that time. And, um, you know, and I, I missed that camaraderie. Um, and I found it again inside of Twitch, you know, because, uh, you know, majority, I mean, yeah, are there, are there really shitty people inside of Twitch? Absolutely. <laughs> there is absolutely. Of course. It's the world. It's, you know, it mirrors the world, but, um, they're quickly weeded out, especially within strong communities. Um, but I realized that like, there's this really sense of community amongst us musicians that right out of the gate, like, Hey man, what can I do to help you? Or what time are you streaming? Hey, let's raid you. Or like, Hey, I'm going to do this. Or like, and then all of a sudden we're like, just like, it reminds me of those days in the nineties when I was cut my, like, dude, we're watching out. We're not trying to cut each other down. We're like uplift. There's room for all, all of us in cross pollination. Sure. And like, in, do you get that in, in your, in your world as well over there? You know, I do. Yeah. And like you said, I think the, I think the two communities that we're primarily a part of are sort of unique from a lot of others, because like you said, the music community, you all have like a, you all have a sort of similar underlying, I don't know what the right word is like journey, right? You all relate in a way that maybe even isn't, you can't really put into words. Right. And in, in it's similar in like the marbles community specifically, uh, you know, the marbles on stream community is a lot like that because it's such a unique game. It's such a unique way you have to create content with it that everyone sort of relates to it for that reason. The community is smaller than say some of like the, the major, the major games out there, you know, mm. so, so like take like call of duty, you know, there's millions and millions of, you know, members within that overarching, overarching community, you know? Um, whereas like in, in relation to Twitch, you know, the marbles on stream community and like say the, 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 the live musical performance community are, are somewhat, um, smaller, you know, than, than yeah. some of the major games that are out there on Twitch. So that, I think that lends itself to sort of that, the ability to kind of keep it as, as intimate as, as we're able to do. But at the same time, I agree with you completely that, um, th- that has been brought back with, with some of those communities, whereas it had gone away in the general sort of live streaming slash Twitch community over the, over the past and in the world in general, you know, yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a, it's sort of a it's, a, it's a testament to like what's going on in the world around us where, yeah. you know, the yeah. tribalism is, is at a crazy all time high. People are at each other's throats. People are looking for reasons to, you know, jump on board, jump on into their camps and, and attack the other. You know, that's the world we live in. And it's a terrible thing, but it is what it is. You know, at the end of the day, you know, the, the online, the Twitch communities and, you know, the communities associated with them, Discord and what we built, you know, for our communities allows us to to create to create safe places for those that relate to us in a way that like people are super hesitant to even attempt to do in the real world, you know? And I think that that's a beautiful thing and you're exactly right. And I think that that's coming back. And those of us that, you know, those of us that, that at least have that, that base value of we're here for community and we're here to make connections and not, and not destroy connections. People buy into that and they jump on board. And once they see that there's some sincerity and authenticity behind that, it, it, it allows you to, to grow that and to connect with others and bring others on board in a way that you just can't do that walking down the street, you no. know, and anywhere in the world. And so, yeah, and, I agree and, completely. And it's a very social media. Obviously there's social media aspects inside of Twitch, but again, yep. um, you know, the rest of social media is really polluted with just 
just hot steaming garbage from the media all the way down to to you really see the ugly side of people and and uh it's 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 unfortunate because then you're like oh my god you you get you get caught up in it and then you start you don't necessarily attack them but in your mind you're attacking these people you're judging these people but then you're also like me i'm like i start feeling really bad i'm like oh my god these people are doing this because this there's they're mentally ill like everyone's so mentally ill they don't things have happened so fast with technology and then the pandemic, our brains have an evolutionary, have not moved as quickly as the technology in the world that we're in. And this is the reaction. This is, it's very childish reactions amongst adults because you're, you're being triggered right back to your inner child, you know, so yeah, you're like, you, you hit hey, the nail I'm, on the head there. You know, I'm taking without, my toys and going home type of mentality. Yeah, exactly right. No, it's exactly right. I think you hit the nail on the head with the, you know, the, the mental health is it's, it's, I don't even think there's a, there's enough, there's not even nearly enough of a conversation going on about the mental health impact that things like the pandemic and a lot of these shutdowns and, 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 such have had on, on, you know, the general, the general, you know, mental health of everyone all around the world. You know, I think that you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's a tragedy. I think it should be more part of a discussion, but at the same time, I think folks like you and I have sort of recognized that. And that's, we, we factor that into the way that we interact with, with those who support us and those who maybe not even support us. And especially on things like social media, you know, you mentioned people are just ugly to each other on social media and you can see that in, in Twitch live streams. And I love to tell this story. One of the, when I first got started, after I started taking streaming seriously, there was this one night, there's this one dude came into my chat and he was just being super nasty, just trolling, saying some unforgivable things. Right. And I made a decision right then. And I remember that night vividly. I made a decision in that moment that, you know what? I could return. I could return the hostility. I could return that kind of negativity. I could give it right back to him. I could have my mods ban him. I could send my community, you know, in mass, Yes. To, you know, find out what, everything there is about them and give it right back to them. And I, you know, I decided absolutely not. Full stop. The very best thing I can do right now is understand that whatever it is that's making this person feel the way they feel to say the things that they're saying right now, they have to be in such a dark place. Yeah. And I, I think that that's true in most of those cases. And so it, long story short, what ended up happening was, you know, I was like, Hey man, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what you're going through. I'm sorry for, it. I understand, you know, you feel the need to say a lot of these ugly things and, you know what? I, I, no problem. Like if you need to get some things off your chest, get some things off your chest. It's all good. And you're welcome back here the next time. Like, it's all good. Like, I, I wish you wouldn't say these things are a little bit, you know, they, they bum me out. But at the same time, like, I think you must be going through some stuff. And if you're going through some stuff and you need to vent that on me, like, absolutely. Like, let it out. And I hope we can be friends after long story <laughs> short, four years later, that ended up being one of my longest concurrent subscribers and one of the longest <laughs> followers of my channel. And we're good friends now. And so you like, you miss those opportunities to make wow. those kind of connections when you, when you return those kind of hostilities and return the kind of negativity that people are feeling when they're, when they're feeling willing to like say ugly things at you, you know, and that's, that's a big point I try to make to my followers and my community. It's like you miss opportunities to help people out of the dark times they're in when you return, you know, the darkness that they're experiencing themselves. And that, that's, I think it's a big point people could hear a lot more that, of nowadays. That is. And that, that's one of the things that you can do. I think that was where my original point was when I started talking is that there, that is going back to what we originally said is like, there's an undercurrent in Twitch that you can literally make those changes where in other parts of social media that you don't see that happen. You know, people just argue and then they just walk away and nothing got accomplished except wasted time. Whereas in, in exactly. Twitch, we're actually seeing 
there's just such a positivity and and you see people's mental health get better if they're going through some tough times they're coming into the community and then they come back and they're like oh my god I was I was gone for a while because this and thank you for still being here and like it's like okay you know we're, we're making a positive impact whereas a lot of other parts of social media just there's, there's it's hard to find those rays of light whereas Twitch there's rays of light and, and countless times an hour you know inside of a stream you're just like oh my god there's a ray of light and there's a little glimmer of light and it's just like wow okay this is why we're here and next thing you know four hours just went by and like whoa wow that just flew by all right i guess it's time to sign off or let's go a little bit longer you know so exactly but, but before we before we start wrapping this up we got to talk about your name i mean i be i blackish uh, i be i blackish yeah what and, and where does where does that come from i mean i i think i know but i want to hear you give the explanation as to what it means yeah so at the foundation of it i mean quite literally i'm, I'm blackish so like you go I'm, i come from a i come from a, a, a very white mother and a very dark-skinned father right so right. that's going through growing up i grew up in, in the northeast I, I was born and raised in eastern massachusetts new england i moved to maine when i was before I was a teenager. And so, you know, coming from Maine, there's not a whole lot of, no, there's not a whole no. <laughs> lot of, of dark people, you know? So I would get the question, not, not almost never in like, in like a rude way, but like people were just curious, you know, what right. is your ethnicity? Like, where do you come from? And you know, that, that I spent a lot of time kind of explaining that. And, and the easier way to explain it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm blackish. I'm blackish. blackish. I, I like the term ha- African-American. I use African-American <laughs> because I mean, there was always, always the, I mean, I think the, the term that I always, New because we had we had a couple blackish people in our school. I mean, we're pretty rural, so we didn't have. So there was oh, that's mulatto. He's mulatto. And, yep, yep. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, well, all right. I guess that's the that was the term that I grew up with. But like half Amer half half African American, and I I'm blackish. Is yeah, I thought both those were really terms, I love so. it. <laughs> yeah, so I, anyway, I started uh, I started explaining it that way, and then in high school when I started gaming on Xbox quite a bit, it became an Xbox gamer tag. Right. It just yeah. has like, it was sort of like an inside joke slash just a term that I use quite a bit. And I, it, it just stuck with me. And I've also found over the years that that opens up a lot of actual positive conversations with people who, Absolutely. who get a little bit triggered by the word, you know, cause there's, there's people who will be triggered by anything, but I think that yeah. more often than not, that starts a healthy conversation about like the ability to just talk openly about like, whether it's race or anything related and it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be an offensive thing. You know, no, you can no, have no. fun with it without, without, without insulting anybody, yeah, you know, and especially so. in the landscape of the past two years of everything that's exactly. happened during especially. this. I'm like, it's like, Whoa, that, you know, that is, that's such a heavily triggered um, word or, you know, just conversation. And I'm sure you were like probably in the midst of all this going, Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, I guess I've got to be ready for some possibilities of just, some awkward situations maybe exactly right yeah. and i think i think one of my skills is turning those awkward situations into a positive it benefit is. through conversation and just articulating you know articulating myself and making the point and making people think differently is like my biggest thing like my my biggest thing is providing people perspective to help them think in a way that maybe they weren't willing to before and if my name is some, something as simple as my name being i blackish can lead to somebody thinking in in a slightly different perspective and opening their mind a little bit to consider some other possibilities. I think that's 
that means job well done. You know, it's mission accomplished and that's well worth, you know, the, the uncomfortable conversation sometimes. So that, that's really the, I've considered changing my name several times no. over the past few years, especially mm-hmm. when my channel had a following, but like I, I've settled now on like, nope, no, I think there's, there's too much benefit to it. Oh, so. too, there's, it that, the benefit far outweighs any of the negative that comes along with that, you know? So I agree, you know, and, and the way, especially the way you spin it. But I mean, I think that's a perfect way to kind of, to wrap everything up, man. But I mean, I obviously I'll have the link to your channel and, and, and all of this and, uh, and, and everything else that you got going on. So people that, you know, are still getting hit the Twitch or some of the, my friends that are still coming to board and they come in, they're like, Oh my God, I didn't realize this, you know, or, you know, this is what this world's about. I can't wait, you know, for them. If you're out there and you're familiar with it, I can't wait for you guys to check out his, his, um, his stream. You, you'll be thoroughly entertained you know, in, in ways that you didn't think you would be entertained. Cause at first you're like, okay, I don't know if I'm into this. And then next thing you know, an hour later, you're like, okay, well I've been here an hour. I guess I must be enjoying myself, you know, cause it's so cool. <laughs> so, I mean, you no, know, I appreciate thank, that. thank you for being you first and foremost. Thank you for always being a huge supporter of my channel. And, and, um, that means a lot, you know, and my community loves you. So, that says a lot. Well, no, too. I appreciate it. And if I could just take a second just to encourage people to, you know, my, my motto is BTR, be the ripple, you know, and that, that's what I tell all my followers in my community. You know, it's about thinking better, uh, doing better and saying better, saying better things and making the world a better place. One small, tiny little good deed at a time. You know, it's that ripple effect. It starts as a ripple, turns into a wave, becomes a tsunami. And that's how, you know, that's how we change the world together. We got to believe that Absolutely. we're surrounded by miracles, Absolutely. real life miracles it's, around us all the time. And, and I, I encourage yeah. people to think that way. As bad as in 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 in, uh, in a spot where we're in the world, where I think, you know, I think about it all the time. Like, man, are we at a point where we can't turn back? And I'm like, no, 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 we can, we can, we can. Never screw that. We can turn this back. We have we have more power now to be able to do it quicker than ever before because we can see how quickly we can turn it negatively. You know, like as soon as we can take that flashlight that's shining over on all the crap over there, because you see how quickly things escalate. In the negative side, if we just turn the flashlight just a little bit the other way, like once it starts, if it rolls down the other side of that hill, man, we could be in a really amazing spot and then go like, wow, that wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, <laughs> you know? Exactly. And you'll find that people need so very little encouragement exactly. and perspective to really change it all around. So little. And we've, I, we've, gone, full cir- we've gone full circle. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. man, brother, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to, I'm starting another podcast. Uh, eventually I'm still working on a lot of the logistics of it. Uh, that's going to be focused really on mental health and physical health and my transformation and my journey. Um, yep. because, uh, I really like this to be the entertainment side and the fun side of just Joe, but I'm going to have this other thing. And I, I want to have you back cause I want to delve a little bit more into if you, if you want wouldn't mind talking about the mental health aspect of not only your stream, but your background in fire firefighting and EMT, because that's, that's a huge conversation that needs to be had out there. Oh, so, absolutely. So you're, you're on my list over there. So which will be sooner than yeah, later. I would be, uh, I would be more than happy literally anytime. Just let me know when and where. All right, man. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank you so much, man. All right. Later. All right, later. I mean, can you thank you, Theo, for coming on and, and you know, as we said, I blackish. <laughs> African American is that is brilliant. I don't know if I've heard that. And if I have, that's like, man, just uh, you can hear just even in the conversation, even if you haven't seen his Twitch stream, you just heard exactly. Could you not feel excited? 
Could you not feel the energy? Could you not feel just the way he was articulating and talking and how passionate he is about what he does? That's what draws you in. He's an amazing soul. I mean, we need to replicate people like him by the thousands to be that ripple, the BTR. He's got so many things. He's got, yeah, BTR. It's, it's, it's so true. And, uh, I know things are hard right now, man. Things just seem to just be getting worse and worse, but there's silver linings in all of this. And you got to remember that. And you got to remember that always. Um, the, like I said, the, as in the beginning of this podcast, the beginning part of this year has not started out too good. You know, we're seeing some pretty grim numbers. We're seeing, again, I don't want to, you know, talk, talk about it directly, but we all know, I, you know what I'm referring to. So it's like, oh no, but we can, we can, we can change things. There's outlets for you during this time. If you're not feeling safe to go out and do things, or you just want to kind of be at home or if you're in it, you come to Twitch, come over to Twitch, find an online person. It doesn't have to be me. It doesn't have to be Theo. There could be so many other people that you can find and you can find something to kind of could distract you, but in a positive way, it's not just you binging on some TV show. Like you can get a part and you be a part of something. And next thing you know, you've gained new friendships and relationships and, and, and new, and new circles of people that could positively, positively influence your life. Um, so give it a try. Check out the links in the description. Uh, that was episode 47. We got only a couple more until we're at 50. So stay tuned. I got some great guests coming up. And again, I, uh, you guys want a, a huge shout out to my, uh, my, my sponsors, EJA Moving Services, uh, Jason Allen and the Royal Auto Group and Advantage Hardwood Floors and Charlie Abbo. So if you guys are interested in advertising, let me know. We can plug in all those spots. You begin in all of our social media. Uh, and I am really making active thing to get up my other podcast up and running the rock and podcast. I have a list a mile long of the people I want to talk to on there and really touch, really go deep dives into these conversations that I had today and with some of these other people. So, and tell them, be safe, everybody. And if you need a safe place, man, come inside of my Twitch channel. Come inside of uh, uh, iBlack, it's just Twitch channel. You'll find a nice little place for a little bit. So, until next week, my friends, I love you and be well. Peace. <laughs>